Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I want you to come to my van dealership. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. Bing bang. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I think we should have dueling in the Olympics. <laughs> like Old West. Do- Aaron Burr and Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. That's right. Make it happen. Real guns, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, then uh, we'll really weed out some people. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big show today. Oh, yeah. Degenerate T-Bone is coming up at 448. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I apologize that I sound snotty today. I am snotty. Mike, pick a snotty. That's right. right. That's what you got going on there. I keep testing myself. Oh? Secretly hoping that I have COVID. Why are you hoping that you have COVID? Well, you know, I got three shots in me, and, you know, if it's just a little minor cold, let's build up some natural immunity with that, too. Let's get it in my system. Do you need that if you got the three shots? Probably not. But, I mean, if I have a cold anyway... I'm not oh, actively seeking it out. I see what you're saying. But you're if saying I already it, have a cold, well, it's in there. Right. Just just dump that in. Get get whatever that does I for keep your testing. Yeah. Negative though. I'm oh. disappointed. You're just negative, common man. I am. I mean, there's that. nothing special about me. You're so negative. Plus, I'd be able to stay home, do the show there. <laughs> That's the real reason, and I don't blame you. Said I just come in with my regular germs. Can you and well, give those to all you, of you? Can you please make me a deal? If you get if you test positive, can you just text me and I will come over and mouth kiss you in front of your family, God, you whoever you need to? me to. Yeah, because that way then I can stay home too. Yes. Teddy? Man, I don't, you want to be I, in line I, for the again, mouth kiss? Mm, I'll pass on that. Somebody's got to stay safe. We're all responsible. We no, all I have two shots and a booster in us. All right? We're, we're all responsible. Yeah. I'm not saying that if you don't have any of that stuff, then that's a different thing. Yes. But we're, we're all shots and boosted here. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I believe in science. I don't know about you. I'm good. I'm just waiting for shot four. They tell me they have to shoot it in our eyeballs, whatever the hell Give they're doing me. now. Give it to me now. Let's go. I love these people like, they never made us take all these vaccines before. It's like, well, you don't remember when you were two? Because I do. I have three kids. They shoot you all kinds of stuff when you're two, when you're six months. Yeah, they have series of boosters. They give you a booster and then another booster and then you get one at 10. Get one at like 18 or 20. I remember getting boosters. Get 20. I don't know. There's something I feel like I got. Maybe my doctor was just weird. I was, was going like, to oh, say, <laughs> giving you random. No, I shots. feel like there's. Well, no, but even like a tetanus shot, right? They tell you if it's been longer than X number of years, well, that's, and you that's stick right. a rusty that's nail right. in your foot, yep, you got to get a shot. Happens sometimes. I just for fun, just on a random Friday, I just do that. It's always fun. I had a tetanus shot a couple of years ago. Did you stick something? No, in? but I may just do it now for fun. Because now you're immune. I'm protected. I mean, you still you're not you're not protected from the pain of the impalement of whatever thing goes in your body. You just won't get tetanus. Yeah, good for you. 
Uh, Buckeyes beat Minnesota 75-64. First win on the road at Minnesota in seven years. I heard that stat after the game. I couldn't really believe it, but... Now that I think back, Buckeyes have always had some problems. Well, they've had some Minnesota. problems, and they don't always play out of Minnesota, That's right? right? That's but right. still, that is, yes, that has been a, a scary place for them to play the last few times out. So nice to see them actually play really physical last night. Yes, they had to because they were struggling from the outside again, but you know they dominated those offensive boards, and the Gophers couldn't compete with them in the paint. Yeah, well, it's... Ohio State should be pretty good in the paint. I know when they played Indiana a few weeks ago and they just got out-muscled and out-everything, that was a weird night, right? I think everything kind of got off to a bad start with some of the foul calls. And then I think EJ and others played a little tentative because of the fact that the fouls were getting called early. But this is the way I expect Buckeye basketball team to look. When you've got some big guys who can go down there and bang, Let's let's make that happen. It's Big Ten basketball. If they're not going to call the fouls, get physical and win those battles. And Ohio State did last night. Uh, it's going to get tough this weekend, though, at Purdue on Sunday. Oh, that's a yeah, that's yeah. a toughie. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Jackets beat the Rangers five to three. They were gritty. They were opportunistic. They looked like a completely different hockey team than what we saw against Calgary and. You know, really fill-in-the-blank team, because we've had a lot of embarrassing performances like that recently. And I was very upset about this hockey team yesterday. And maybe you're saying 24 hours later, how do you feel today, common man? Well, I'm happy with the victory, I guess. But I'm actually more upset with this team today. Because we know they can do it. They choose not to. And I'm not just talking about winning the game. I'm talking about the way they won that game. You look at the stat sheet. They didn't pepper the New York Rangers with shots. They didn't have tons of opportunities, but they took advantage of the opportunities they had. They were gritty. They were physical. They were actually making the New York Rangers work for their offensive opportunities. That is the team that should show up every single night. Talent for talent, you're not going to beat a lot of people. And you're not going to beat the Rangers most nights, talent for talent, as they're currently assembled. You play like that, you'll be in every single hockey game that you play this season. They choose not to play like that, and that's what pisses me off. Well, that's that's where, with yesterday, we had some Jackets fans pretty riled up that we dared to call out a 6-0 drubbing where you gave up the most shots by a home team, I believe in NHL history. Certainly the most that Calgary ever put on a net. And, And we said, you know... I don't expect you to win all these games. I know that. It's better for the Jackets to be losing right now because you are in a rebuild. That's how rebuilds work. That's what you want is to be high draft pick, nail those draft picks, get those players on the cheap for a few years, hope that then by the time they get good, you can make the run. And then when you have to re-sign a few of them, you do. And the ones that you don't re-sign don't end up being anything anyway. That's how rebuilds work. But this Jackets team shouldn't be so bad and shouldn't be so lackluster that they can't even be in a game. Mike, if you looked at the stats, you had 18 shots on net last night for the Jackets. That is, that yeah, is but not... They, I know, I, but, I'm but saying, they were opportunistic. They took advantage of well, opportunities. That's my point, is that you don't have to be the most skilled team. You don't have to be just wildly flinging pucks at the net for no reason. But if you do take advantage of the situations that present themselves, and if you play hard the entire game and not just, oh, well, we got off to a bad start. Last night, they got off to a 2 nothing deficit. Yeah, looked like same old jackets. But they fought back, mm-hmm. and they actually played. 
So what is wrong with saying that's what we want to see more of? If I'm a Jackets, yes, I, I'm glad they won last night. But moreover, if you're a Jackets fan, don't you want to see them in the losses if they're going to come? Wouldn't you rather see them learn how to fight back and almost get there? No, or apparently that's, that's too hot of a take. Too I, hot of a take to say that you would like your favorite hockey team to not give up. That's too hot of a take. <laughs> and they didn't last night. They got down 2 nothing. They could have buried their heads in the sand. Oh, woe is me. It's not our night. All these Jacket fans, by the way, that make excuses for this team. Why do you think they came out last night and played like that? Oh, just for themselves. Just, just for themselves? Internally, just they, that's pride? all they offer. Is that right? Yeah, that's, because they, they, that's what they are, Mike. The pro athletes who come out and play for personal pride, except for when they don't, then it's just, well, you can't blame them because it's hard to play in the NHL. These guys aren't stupid. Yeah. They, they read stuff. They listen to stuff. They watch stuff. All right? They played like that last night because they were embarrassed. They were embarrassed, and real fans should hold their sacks to the fire. And then yeah. maybe, look, Brad Larson yelling at him, making him run gassers in practice. Clearly, it's not working. Getting humiliated by the fan base that's upset. I'll take some credit for it. I get, go ahead. Oh, for yeah. For 20 years, for 20 years, I have heard things about that place. You're not going to believe the stories that I've been told by reputable people who have been in the building. I think it was probably 15, 16 years ago when the jackets were sucking like they usually do and i had a i guess unusually harsh rant about them on the radio Hmm. someone that i know and trust who was in the building told me they had a picture of me taped to the glass at practice (laughs) (laughs) and i said at the time whatever helps you dude yeah. Whatever motivates you. If looking at me is going to make you go out there and not suck, then please look at a picture of me all day, every day. I will come to practice. I will stand there. You can look at me if you will put performances like that together. Yeah, I honestly don't know what the end game is for people who say, I am thrilled when my team doesn't play to the even close to the level they're capable of. Last night, you saw the Jackets play to the level they're capable of. Yes, and that should upset you even more. That's not going to win every single game, and in fact, they're probably going to lose still quite a few games, giving even that effort last night, although that was really nice to see. Well, Corpy pulled some saves out of his ass in that third period that were unbelievable. Down the stretch, the defense looked like this defense has looked, right? I mean, they gave up some... Corpy bailed them out. Exactly. So... I am happy that the Jackets found a way to do that, but we're not allowed to be mad when they don't even show a tenth of that in other games. That's We all want the same thing, I assume. If you're a Jackets fan, I think at the end of the day, however you arrive there, you want to see this team eventually hoist a Stanley Cup. So do I. So do you, Mike. So does Teddy. Teddy's, you should hear him in the office. Teddy he says, jackets. he says everything louder, like 10 times Stop louder it. than we do. He is just so Love angry, no. full of anger. But we all want to see this team win. So we're disappointed and frustrated when they go out and put out performances like they did the other night. Then you see last night, that's the effort I want every night. Whether it results in a win or a loss, I can understand the nuances of how professional sports work to know that sometimes you put out a good effort and it just isn't your night. Mm-hmm. But I need to see better effort every night from this team. And that's why we brought up Brad Larson. Because if if you can't get that effort out of your guys every night, then maybe it's time for a different messenger in that room. And 
Good that they all responded last night, but let's check back in on them in two weeks. What are we? What are we preaching to? We're saying that we want the professional athletes to care and try. Yes, I, I, I never understand this. We treat the amateurs like professionals in this town, and we treat the professionals like amateurs. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> the people who make money doing this, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You're right, but there's there's been people for years in this town who have had no problem calling out like, oh, this guy sucks for the Buckeyes. And it's like, oh, the sophomore guy who's still trying to get pit hair? Yeah, it is shocking that he doesn't quite well, know that, how to do this that yet. That may be a whole different well, problem. You know what I if mean. If you're in college, <laughs> you don't have any pit hair. <laughs> you know what I Jesus. mean. You know what I mean. And yeah, I know there's some guys on the jackets right now that are the same age as some of the Ohio State football and basketball players. I get that. But... They are getting paid to do this, and they're and some of them, honestly, Cole Sillinger ain't the problem. That dude Cole goes Sillinger out, needs pit hair. He plays hard, and I like to see that. Good, I'm glad he does. He some of these veterans who are skating around with him. Hopefully, they're learning from him. But yeah, guys like Boone Jenner, you never have to worry about. Boone's playing great. That's good. You want to focus on just those guys? Fine. But it is frustrating when you are not surrounded. And I'm sure for those players, they tell you it is too, to not be surrounded by guys who seem to give a crap night in, night out. We'll talk about some cold soccer coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Harrisburg Pike at Mound Street. All lanes have reopened in that area, but plan on some residual slowdowns and more delays expected on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Strapping Board is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your best and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday, Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Before we talk about the cold soccer from last night, I saw this tweet from Money Puck. They do math and things. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they have uh, a chart telling me percentages of making the playoffs in the NHL for each team. For example, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're pretty good. Yeah, very good. Their chances of making the playoffs is 99.9%. And I approve of that because nothing is 100%. Well, right. It wouldn't make sense. Unless you've clinched. It's not mathematically possible for them to have clinched yet, so sure. The Flyers, they suck. They have a 0.1% chance of making the playoffs. Because they've not mathematically been eliminated. Yes. Where are the Columbus Blue Jackets, you ask? Let me tell you. 
0.9% of making the playoffs. And again, look, maybe some people are surprised by that just based on how this team started. What was the start? 12 and 5? Franchise record, right? That's not saying much, but yes, it was 12 and 5, I think, was the start for this hockey club. And maybe you said, yeah, all right, who says we can't make the playoffs this year? Well, math and your eyes. Well, now that we've seen them play longer and have many more times where we've seen them completely not look like a hockey team, yeah, that we know now this is not a playoff team and good. It doesn't need to be. I I would like it to be a playoff team, right? But I think that might have given some false hope. If they kept playing at that level right now, I'd they aren't ready to compete, and that's okay. We knew that. It's a reason why, you know, Jake Voracek is here. Yes, I know Jake Voracek is is helping you in assists and all that stuff, but the reality is he's not going to be a part of this team when this team goes and wins things. He may they, not be a part of this team in a month. No, they brought him in because his contract has a shorter deal on it. There's a less time on it and cam's deal than cam's deal did so you've got a year sooner that you're out of a contract which is going to help you when you have young players that are getting better and you need to keep them here that uh, that is the whole reason that he came back and it's a nice story and he can help you in the short term but everyone knows he's not a long-term guy so what good does it do if you are winning right now it's it doesn't really build the club the way it needs to be and everyone knows that so now there's no delusions you're making the playoffs not that there should have been before, but right. just this team is kind of known for taking barely their chances and saying, but what if it did? And then they play it out too long and they miss out on getting return for guys that they should have been dealing. So deal some guys now at the deadline and get something. I know what you're saying, that this team is not ready to compete. And you're you're talking about the big a, picture. I'm talking about you're a not, Stanley not, Cup. Right. I'm not talking not, about night in, not, night out. Right. Night in, night out, this team should be competing. Yes, of you course. You should see the team that you saw last night. Yeah, I'm just saying they are not. We don't need to be under any delusions that they should be buyers. Right. right. And here's here's the last thing. I don't I don't want to talk too much more about the Jackets because we've, we've been there, done that. But I do not want to hear from the people now who say, well, you know, in the middle of the season, you don't really get anything for these guys. Really, it should have been the off season. Yeah, and then what happens? The off season, we go. Well, we're going to play it out and wait to see what happens. Might get a good deal at the trade deadline. Like I can't hear that from the same people both times. I need to know. But you're gonna. I know it because it, it, it drives it's almost, me crazy. It's almost like they're inconsistent. It drives me nuts. I know. Well, it drives me nuts when it comes from like the people around the front office that drives me crazy where it's like, well, we're going to wait and get the best deal. And then they wait and wait and wait. And then the deadline comes, they go, Oh, we didn't get any deals. Cause we didn't, we didn't think we could get better value. Oh, okay. So now you get nothing. Good job. Uh, team USA beats El Salvador. One, nothing at lower.com field last night. It was frigid. I mean, I'm no soccer expert, but clearly I thought us men's national team was the best team on the field. Yeah, they, a little frustrating. You only get one goal out of that. Yeah, they played better, and I think there was some some management of the game going on by Greg Berhalter, which I'll explain that. What I mean is, they know they don't need to win by seven goals necessarily to qualify. They need to get three points. They need to get the win, and they have a huge game against Canada this Sunday in Canada. That is Canada surprising some people, right? Canada is the number one team in the in the group right now. They are they are still the leaders by a point. So the U.S. national team is right behind them. So if you beat Canada, you take over the lead, 
You're in the number one spot, and you're much closer to qualifying if you can do that. So I am thinking part of why that roster looked a little bit like it did last night. Not that they didn't go for it, but Christian Pulisic, for example, best player on the U.S. national team, biggest star on the U.S. national team. Didn't really look like it last night. No, he did not have a great game. Greg Berhalter took no chances and said, all right, you're not playing well. You're, you look a little exhausted, a little out of your element today. I'm not going to have you in here in the 85th minute and have you get hurt. I'm going to pull you out early and give someone else a chance. We've got the lead. We're good. Now it's a little risky. If they give up a goal suddenly, then you got to go. He's a guy who can usually help you find a goal, but he didn't look that great last night. All I'm saying is I think they were purposefully looking at this game and saying we can get by with this group and we can get by with these subs and we know we can save some guys, save the miles on their legs for when we play Sunday and we're going to need the best effort we can get out of some of these guys. Canada beat somebody who le- last night. Who no, they beat I'd have last to go night? Look it up. I forget. I know Mexico beat Jamaica. Yeah. And did they play Honduras? Oh, hang on. It was in Canada, right? Yeah, I'm uh, guessing it was cold no, there. I don't I think that's wrong. It was in Honduras. Oh, all right. Yeah, they played in Honduras. So now Canada will be at home. I'll go see what the weather is for Sunday. Well, it's in Canada. I don't think it's going to be 70. Well, I know, but I'm just curious as to what the weather's looking like. Sunday, they're calling for a high of 23. Where are they playing? Hamilton. Okay. Uh, Home of? I don't know. Hamilton, there's a hockey team there, right? I don't remember. Steve Mason from Hamilton? Is he? I think so. You think he's going to be at the game? Hi! With his hockey pads? My pads are too small. I love Blue Jacket fans making excuses for me. <laughs> he was one of the primary candidates. High of 23, low of 9 All right. for the U.S. Men's National Team. 13, 13 Fahrenheit right now in Hamilton. What's the problem? Chili. Right. Chili. Uh, how about we talk about some football? We got some big-time football this weekend. We'll do it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on 270 southbound at Eastern Way. Please be cautious in this area as things begin to clear. You'll also find some heavy delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. That's going to be a five-minute delay. Stravi Gaport is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson, now hiring. Are you looking for steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware, now hiring CDL truck drivers with a $10,000 sign-on bonus in West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. If you haven't done so already, go to wherever you get your audio. Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. What we've been doing recently is throwing some bonus stuff into the feed. Teddy, did you put something up there today? Not today. I did. I think it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. 
What was yesterday? It was uh, you telling people that if you were a different different person, you could have been a farmer, and uh, T Bone would have been a mechanic. Mm. And we both would have been on farmersonly and mechanicsonly dot com. That's right. You didn't know about that second website, but it's not real. And Thank this, God, it's not. This Sunday there will be another special little uh, oh episode that drops. Can you give us a preview, or is it secret? No, I can tell you. Um, it goes back to the days you told us about uh, an old uh, lunch monitor of yours. Her name was uh, Clowny. 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 I think oh. of Clowny often because I was mean to her. Mm-hmm. I but, think about I think about people that I've wronged. That's my penance. Yeah, but at least you think about them. I do, that's and I punish than, myself. That's better than Pete. How do you do that? What do you mean? Well, ment- punish- mentally, I punish oh, I myself. Say, I didn't know if you started pulling hairs out of certain well, places. Maybe or I'll whatever. start doing that too if you think that'll know. help. Well, no, I don't think it. I think it's just being aware that you did something. Try not to do it again. That's what I would say. No, I know that, but that's why I hate no regrets guy. Mm. You know, you you bring up anything hey, that you, they may have done wrong in their life. Well, no regrets. Made me to the person I am today. Yeah, but you also hurt people in the process. You could have grown as a human and not inflicted pain on others. I'm I'm quite sure that someone who went to jail for like bank robbery may have gone to jail found that they were doing a bunch of bad things, decided to change their life in jail, maybe got a degree, and then came out and turned their life around. That doesn't mean that if you got robbed at that bank, you're like, oh, thank God he robbed me because it helped him. It's like, well, he shot me in the leg, too. That hurt. Like, you know, I could see being frustrated about that. You know, when I was a kid, I uh, I went to confessional. Did you guys have confession? No. Well, I mean, you was just a Catholic thing. Well, you have in our churches, we had like an altar call where you go up and you just ask for forgiveness of kind of whatever you want to throw out there, but it's not required. Okay. Well, you're familiar with the concept of the confessional. You go in a booth and you say, I have sinned and bless me, Father, for I've sinned. And the police, the police, the priest (laughs) is behind the the screen in the in the room. Sure. Yeah. And you confess your sins and then he gives you a penance. Yeah, okay. You know, say 10 Hail Marys and whatever. I always thought that the penance should be more than that. You did. It should be, yeah, it's fine. Say your Hail Marys, and I want you to pinch your sack really hard. Really, really hard. Mm. For 30 seconds a day. For one week. Well, what, see, that would be a whole nother level of figuring out what the pain scale is. Versus the actions that were done. Because then what if you came in and you were like, hey, I uh, did some really horrible thing. It's borderline criminal what I did. It's like, what do you have to do then? You have to like get your foot run over by a train? Well, like, that's up to the priest to I determine know, but, how bad it was. Well, I'm just saying like... Maybe then it's, you know, amputate your pinky finger. <laughs> you go Ronnie Lott yourself? Yes, Is that what they you say? do it yourself right. with an X-Acto knife. Oh, God. I think I'd probably have to be out then at that point. I'd just say, I, this is not for me. Well, maybe you'd think twice about doing bad things, well, right? Yeah, I would, but I wouldn't go actually. I'd say, you know what? I get it. Message received. <laughs> I don't need to chop off a pinky. I understand. That's horrible. What was it? Was it uh, Was it Singapore that did the caning? Uh, I don't. I know that that was a thing they did at one point. I, I, I like, don't know if they time. still do it, but it was a long-standing a thing. Lot, or just a lot of one people summer or what? got caned because they threw their gum on the street. That seems like an, used, that seems like an overreaction. Hey, they they pride themselves on very, being a very clean people. 
Wait, and so you get you get caned. Was every person in Singapore like, yes, this is a great idea. I got the I, idea I that it was know. more like a few government officials were like, I this is no what idea. we're doing, and you had to deal with it. But you would think twice about putting your Wrigley's on the street, wouldn't you? There's lots of things that get people to think twice that I'm not going to support as a punishment. Caning being one of them for sticking your gum on the ground. You know, maybe it's not fashionable, but I'm pro-caning. He's just a common man. Oh, okay. Good. Maybe not. You first. Hop in line. I got to tell you, I don't even know what a cane is. Is it like one a of those? Cane? Well, yeah. No, I know what a cane is. Like that someone walks around with. Is it? Is it the same as that? That's what I always picture it to be. I, I picture it to be like one of those kendo sticks that you use in a hardcore wrestling match. Oh, so you think it's made little... of wicker, bamboo, or something? Not solid Let's wood. See here, I actually I I searched caning Singapore, and then it fin- Google finished it and said America, and then. It goes to a Wikipedia page for a guy named Michael Fay, who apparently was sentenced to six strokes of the cane and four months imprisonment. What did he do? He apparently stole a road sign and vandalized 18 cars over a 10-day oh, period you know, you know in what? 1993. Don't, don't do that. Well, no, don't do that. Six. Oh, it was six uh, lashes with the cane, I guess. They have a picture of the cane? No, that's what I was hoping for, but no, I don't see it. It does say here, caning is a routine court sentence in Singapore, but Faye's case garnered some controversy and was widely covered in the United States as it was believed to be the first judicial corporal punishment involving an American citizen. Is it still active today? Do they still cane? I, I'm just reading this guy's story. I'm trying to find out. It says he was caned on May 5th, 1994. Yeah, but 94 was a long time ago. No, I know. I'm just pointing out when this... It's not like they said, oh, we were going to, and then he got out of it. No, he actually did go through it. All right. They were reduced. The the U.S. officials, they jumped in and said, how about some leniency? And they said, okay, we'll take it down from six to four. <laughs> but they did do it. May 5th, this guy... You know, this dude goes now and people are like, hey, Cinco de Mayo. He's like, you know, let's not let's not bring up Cinco de Mayo. It's not my day. That was the day I was king no, in no, Singapore. Not my, not my day. Get out of here. I don't want to talk about it. You weren't caned. No, no one would believe you of that, right? right? No. Uh, football this weekend. Bengals at the Chiefs in the AFC title game. 49ers at the Rams in the NFC title game. Uh, look, man, this Bengal team is good. They're ahead of schedule. We obviously saw what they could do against the Chiefs late in the regular season. There is no reason why they can't go to Kansas City and win that game this weekend. Well, there is one reason why. What's the reason That reason why? is that I think the Chiefs are just better than them. So well, that's, I, that's fine. I, I, I think, agree with you yeah, on that. I, I think that it'll be a close game. I think that you know Joe Burrow put together some great drives and has some terrific throws. But at the end of the day, I am not confident in the defense's ability to slow down the Chiefs' offense as much as they need to. 34-24, Chiefs win. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think all four teams left, and I know this is pretty obvious, but in what we do here... It seems like everyone has to have their hot take. And let me tell you why this team has no shot to win. Well, that's, I, that's stupid. All these teams all have a these shot teams to win. All these teams have a shot to they're win the good. Super Bowl. There's only four left. Of course, they're all very good. But if we're trying to figure out how this game goes, I tend to think the Chiefs are going to look at the Bengals defense and say, we think we can expose them over the top. We think we can you know, get our guys downfield, get your defense moving, especially in the secondary, up the field, and then open things up underneath that allows guys like Travis Kelsey to run wild and get open, and suddenly you're up. 
he gets the ball with 20 yards of space around him out of nowhere. And you say, how do they do that? How do they leave him open? I can see them because they have so many weapons and Pat Mahomes is so dangerous at finding these guys. That's where I see the biggest concern for, for me with the Bengals. I will say, I wonder if the Bengals can establish the run, you know, and try to kind of eat some clock there, make this more of a long game. Cause I do think Joe Mixon has that ability to kind of help them. If they are able to establish it early, make something out of that and kind of eat up some clock and keep the ball out of the Chiefs offense's hands. But I, I feel the same way about the other game we're going to talk about later. I feel like in the rematch for these games, I think the team that won last most recently is probably going to be the team that loses tomorrow or this weekend, right? Because I think you are not going to see the Chiefs looking at this game lightly. They obviously know what's at well, stake. They are not. at home. It is going to be, a, It's there's no way you can replicate how that played out last time, this time again. I don't see that happening. I do think the Bengals are going to keep this closer. I will say it's more like 24-17, to 17, but the Chiefs get it done. Uh, we'll do 49ers and Rams, and Troy Aikman may be working his last game at Fox this weekend, and he knows it. We'll talk about that next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane of I-71 northbound at Morse Road. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Weber Road in this area. Plan about a five-minute slowdown as things continue to clear, and please use caution here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the Week. Is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on the fan. Uh, uh, you got any gum? 49ers at the Rams on Sunday. This is the later game. Look, I know these teams played last weekend of the regular season. 49ers played their way in. Sean McVay being asked questions this week like... Is Kyle Shanahan in your head? And he said no, because what's he going to say? Yes, he yes, is. And he I'm is. terrified I'm to play lose this, game. this game. It's going to be right. terrible. <laughs> I mean, I do think the 49ers are a good team. They're a good defensive team. They frustrate the hell out of you. But I also think in that final game of the regular season, no excuse for this, but the Rams took their foot off the gas. They thought they had that game won. Yeah, Shame on them. Right. They didn't. And you can say Jimmy G beat them. Well, I guess he did. He also had wide open guys running down the field untouched. If you're going to have defensive breakdowns like that, me and you could throw the football 
and be successful. Right. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see it again. No, I don't think so either, man. I I think, like I said earlier, I I feel like both the teams that lost in these games within the last month, you know, the the rematches that we're seeing now in the playoffs, I don't expect the Rams to lose any focus in this game if that's what happened, right? I don't don't think that's likely at all. So, yeah, they, they are, I believe, the better team. I believe they are the much better offense. And defensively, I think they both are very, very good. So... If I think one offense is head and shoulders above the other one, and I think one both defenses are really good, it's an easy prediction for me. Yes, I know what they just did the last time they played, but I'm going to go with the Rams to get this done. Uh, me too. And, uh, you know, the Rams were caught by surprise by the amount of 49ers fans that were at that game. They won't be caught by surprise again. The Rams are going into this game knowing that they're the road team. And once you get that out of your mind... Once you stop thinking about how this is your home stadium and you have to go to a silent count because the 49er fans are too loud and you just focus on playing your football game, I think the Rams are simply a better football team. Yeah, I tend to agree. I also think it's interesting that both of these teams can tell themselves, if we win this weekend, we'll be back here in two weeks, right? I mean, it's it's just a weird phenomenon that this game is happening in the same stadium as where they are going to play the Super Bowl. How but- crazy is that, by the way? So Tampa Bay... First team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl game in their home stadium. Yeah. That happened last year. We've had a lot of Super Bowls, yet last year was the first time it happened. We could see it in back-to-back years this year. It's unreal. Who has the Super Bowl next year, out of curiosity, just so we can... The Browns. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what they said. They were like, let's go up to Cleveland and play the Super Bowl. Is it Vegas? It might be. Vegas is getting a Super Bowl, aren't they? Teddy, who is it? It's uh, Arizona next year, oh, and then, then Vegas. Well, now just Cliff and Kyler, double K. If the Rams get it done today, you know what that, or today, if they get it done this weekend and they host, they're going, the Super Bowl is going to be there anyway. I'm just saying if they end up in it, then watch out. That means good things for the Cardinals next year. I guess it's the only way we can read it. That uh, 49er Rams game will be on Fox. Troy Aikman is working that game with Joe Buck. Could be Troy Aikman's final game with Fox. His contract is up after this game is over. He was talking to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, and he was asked if uh could be his last game. He said, it could be, yeah. I don't anticipate that, but it could be. He says about his new contract, those conversations are happening now, and I'm really being as honest as I can about it. I really don't know what it's going to look like when it's all said and done, and when it does get settled. As to whether I'll be working for Fox or Amazon, whether I'll just be working for Fox or wherever I'll just be, or whether I'll just be working for Amazon, I really don't know what might happen. I I wonder how much of that is true that he doesn't know what will happen or not, not said there is what I want to happen, right? Like, I don't know what he wants. I'm sure he wants the most money. And I'm guessing for comparisons, comparison purposes. Yeah. Tony Romo is making almost $20 million a year. Mm-hmm. It is reported that Troy Aikman is like seven and a half yeah, million I, dollars I a year. I can see that being frustrating just because he probably thinks I do a better job than Tony Romo, and I've done it for longer. Why am I getting such a small amount of money compared to him? Now, I don't, I'm not saying that's your opinion or anybody else's, but I can understand him being frustrated by that. Also, I saw that, and I had forgotten this, He had he had given some some flack to Doug Gottlieb 
back a few years ago. Where, Good. Well, right. You I know mean, I'm no friend of Doug Godley. No, we hate him. He's an idiot. And and everything Aikman basically said about him, which was Gottlieb criticized Andrew Luck for retiring because Andrew Luck just said, I don't love doing this anymore and I get ouchy all the time anyway. I don't want to do it. And Gottlieb went on to say that's the most millennial thing ever. So Aikman responded to some effect by saying, I don't know why you say stuff like this, but you're an idiot for saying it. And I don't know why we air this on FS1. <laughs> and the FS1, the Fox Sports people came to Troy Aikman and were like, hey, you got to lay off Doug Gottlieb. And I don't, I could see that being frustrating for him is if he says, excuse me, I'm Troy Aikman. I'm your number one guy on the number one sport. And you're telling, I'm a Hall of Famer. And you're telling me I got to watch where I step around Doug Gottlieb? Well, why are you surprised by that? I don't. I, I guess out. I shouldn't be because Fox appears to be dumb in that regard. Right. Who's, their, who's their highest paid guy? Skip, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless actively worked to sabotage Troy Aikman. Not only, I mean, not only that, but this is, you know, mid-90s. Skip Bayless pound, uh, uh, published unfounded reports that Troy Aikman, about his sexuality. Was like, gay. Said he was gay. With no, no, again, not that there's anything anything wrong with that. Oh, right. Of course. (laughs) I I know you're going. That's fine. But it's just that guy who never, I don't really feel like paid the price for that and just kind of put that out there. That's who you brought in. And now that guy is the face of your network day to day. No, then Troy Troy went to his bosses at Fox. Yes. And and said, and said, don't hire this guy. I have a problem with him. Here's why. And then he laid out his case. And you know what the Fox people said? Thank you very much. And hired him anyway. I, I Now that's fine that they want to do that. But then why would you express shock when Troy Aikman walks out the door and goes to Amazon? And you're not paying him what the network across the street is paying their number one guy who also played for the Cowboys. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they think... Troy Aikman is not the reason why people watch games on our network, and he's probably not. They'll throw Sean Payton well, in with Joe Buck, and that'll be the end of it. By, but, okay, by that logic, then, Tony Romo is not the reason people watch games You're on right. CBS. You are right. People watch these games because it's their team, or it's... I, again, do you care, this Rams-Niners game, if they tomorrow said it's going to be... Oh, God, why am I blanking on... Uh, Sean McDonough. Right? No. Yeah, yes, that's right. right. Yeah, Sean, he's like one of the most reviled play-by-play guys ever. Right? If it was him, and who's someone else you just can't stand? Like, just a, a guy you think brings nothing to the table. If they put those two guys in a room together, are you going to say, oh, I'm not watching the NFC Championship game? No. You're watching it. You just say, no. man, this sucks. This commentary right. team sucks. But announcers are important. See what ESPN's been trying to do for the last 10 years. They, yes, but... I'm saying for the number one broadcast crew, yes, if the right, argument right. is we could just throw Sean Payton in there, great. But then you're kind of saying you don't think this matters. Throw Kevin James in as Sean Payton. <laughs> right. And I and I agree with you. A great broadcast team makes it so much better. I prefer Guys like Aikman to be on the broadcast. Guys who are excellent. I don't watch as much Monday Night Football. Or when I do, I watch the Peyton broadcast if it's available. Because I don't care to hear from Steve Levy and that group. Because it just, they don't do anything for me. No. But if the Browns are on Monday Night Football, I'm not going to watch. If there's a great matchup on Monday Night Football, I'm not going to watch. Of course I am. It, you need that extra something. And that's why I could see Troy Aikman saying, if you want me, you got to pay me. 
T-Bone will never be sober again. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-71 northbound before Route 161. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still stop and go from Hudson Street as it recovers. Plan on some residual slowdowns over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Uh, Tomorrow, don't forget about Common Man and T-Bone weekend. It'll be on the air at 10 a.m., 10 to noon. Also, we'll drop in your podcast feed. You'll have that as well. And Teddy's dropping another bonus thing into the podcast feed. Mm. Did you say tomorrow or Sunday? Sunday, I believe. I'm doing it Sunday since we don't have anything scheduled. You know, Because tomorrow they'll be listening to the, uh, the weekend show. So Sunday you'll have a little surprise. The other thing, you know, we're trying to give you as much content as we possibly can. The good news is, if you don't choose to listen to it, you can just delete it right off the podcast feed if you want. But, you know, we don't really talk to people on this show, interview-wise. So we thought that maybe on the podcast feed once in a while, we would drop some longer-form interviews on there for you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to come up with a list of people. If you've got any suggestions, I can't guarantee you we can land just any old guest you want. Oh, we can land them. Yeah. It might be, uh, you know, people here locally, too, that are of interest that might be able to, like, come into our studio and do an interview. But, yeah, whatever. We'll we'll figure that out. You know who I think the first guest should be? Who's that? Former baseball closer Rob Nen. Well, oh, really? Why yeah, is that? Because I'm watching him on my TV right now. Mm, okay. May, maybe not who I would talk to first. They are replaying the uh, Indians and Marlins World Series. Strong goatee on Rob Nen. Oh, I've yeah. forgotten about that. Rob Nen. Oh, my this guy. is a, this is the series you want to watch right here. Yeah, just watch. Well, it's the, not the series you want to watch. If <laughs> I know, I'm being sarcastic. If you're a you Marlins fan, you want to watch it. All seven mm-hmm. of you. You don't want to talk about Jose Mesa. Nope. Let me tell you something, though, buddy. A couple years ago, I watched this game. Jose Mesa gets a lot of crap, rightfully so. But if you go back and you watch Jose Mesa, that strike zone is like the size of a teacup. Oh, fair they enough. They were squeezing the hell out of him. That's fair. I have not watched it in a, in a very long time, so I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. And this was the series where LeVon Hernandez is on the mound. You're getting strike calls that are a foot off the plate. Ugh. But Jose Mesa, in that inning, got a ball right down the middle of the plate. Nothing. I'm going to blame it on the umpire. Well, I'm going to be watching for it because I, I do not remember that, but I'll take your word for it. I'm sure... There are plenty of uh, now Cleveland Guardians fans who will go back and remember that and say, yes, that is 100 You want to know why you correct. don't remember it? Why? Because you're drunk, and you're never going to be sober again, because I saw today 
that Mountain Dew is coming out with a hard version. Yeah. Which I think we already knew. Well, right. This is something they announced a few weeks ago that they were partnering up to do this. And the original flavors were going to be like Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah. Watermelon. Yeah. And black cherry. That's fine. And it's going to have, it's like a malt beverage, right? 5% alcohol by volume. It's a, yeah, spiked seltzer is what they're putting this in that category of, you know, it's it's not going to have any caffeine in it. It's going to have zero sugar. That's it's fine. That stuff. And I was worried about you because you're a big Mountain Dew drinker. Mm-hmm. And I thought you'd be drinking this all the time. But then I saw today that they've announced a new flavor and it's Baja Blast, hard Baja Blast. And I said to Teddy, I said, we've seen the last of Sober T-Bone. Dude, let me tell you something right now. There, there, there will be, I will have this at my house. I will find it. I will buy it. I will have it in They're the fridge. They're not going to make it in kegs, but somehow you're going to have I one. Will, I will get a keg of it. I will get whatever I need. But then... Once it's at home and chilled properly, you're going you're gonna to rig up your Kinetico system where you turn on your faucet <laughs> and just hard Baja Blast That's falls right. out. Well, they will not be getting the funk out of that Baja Blast. I will want all the funk left in it. But I once that's at the house and it's secured and it's in there, the very next, well, there will just be a day where I will have to stop at Taco Bell, load up on an order, and then when they say, what will you have to drink, sir? I will say, oh, no need. I have my drink covered at home, thanks to your fine product. Because you know, Baja Blast was made, specifically formulated, to pair with the food at Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. That's why they have it at Taco Bell. Just like you pair certain wines with certain (laughs) foods. Yes, that's right. You need a, a special Mountain Dew flavor just for Taco Bell. Now, I'm not trying to crap on this if other people like it, to each their own. I have had the one that uh, KFC runs out. Have you had that? Something like a, a honeydew or something. I don't know what it is. There's some kind of oh, like... Is it a different, different a, Mountain Dew there's flavor? There's like a yellow Mountain Dew you can... Uh, it's like the coloring on the package is yellow. I know Mountain Dew is typically like a yellow color I don't, anyway. I'm not a KFC guy, so yeah. I have not had it. There, I don't know what it's called, but I have Sweet had... Sweet Lightning. Sweet Lightning. That's, Sweet okay, Lightning. that's what it is. But it has like a honey something to it. It no not, not my thing. No? So they tried, I think, to do this a few other places and said, Hey, how about this? Baja Blast is great, and I don't know why Baja Blast is not available year-round, but hopefully this is the start of something good. Well, you know, once upon a time, you and I went down to Land Grant, yeah, and we came up with our own beers. We did. You had your flavor of beer. I had my flavor of beer. Why can't we do that with pop? Oh, I have no idea. Where you and I make our own flavor of pop. That's why I like the freestyle machines, because I can put 19 different flavors in there. That's good. But I mean, something we could put out for the consumers, that too. But see now, okay, so let's say we do that. I go through a taste testing process and I say, I really like this flavor right here. And then they go, good news, that tastes just like Baja Blast. Everyone's going to know I'm ripping off Baja no, Blast. No, no, you would add a new note to it. I don't want to. There's got to be something missing like from I would, Baja I would, Blast. I would redo the Mona Lisa, but I would put a mustache on there. Like, why? Why? It's perfect the way it is. Leave it alone. Da Vinci did it great. That's where I'm at with Baja Blast. That's all I'm saying. There's nothing you could do to change it. No, give me, give me like more of it. Is all because that's the thing. It's seasonal. They take it away. They drop it early, like late in the spring, early summer. You can find it in stores, and then after like realizing that it's out there, I'll grab a couple twelve packs of it. I'll go to look for it again. It's like oh, they're all gone, all gone. You go on eBay, hundred dollars for a twelve pack, and it's just stupid. You know what Baja Blast needs? What do they need? Some fun dip. Oh, yeah, because Fun Dip makes everything better. Makes everything better. 
that's what you do when you want to distract from the product that you are offering to the consumer because it's not as good as you wanted it to be. That's what you do then. And I knew you liked Baja Blast. I didn't know you liked I, it so much. I said this a while ago. I would get a tattoo of Baja Blast on my body. I'm talking like, uh, let's Neck? say, no, it'd have to be on an arm or a leg. Face? No, no. But What's his name from Maroon 5 just got a nice face tattoo. Oh, you can join him. Uh, is it Adam Levine? Adam that, Levine from yeah. the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> That's Zach Levine. Ouchie, I think. I don't know if he's back yet. Anyway, I would get a, like, I'll say like a hand-sized, palm-sized tattoo mm-hmm. of the Baja Blast logo. Where? On my arm or leg. Or, I mean, if they want it on my chest, I don't know why you want it on my man boob, but go yes. ahead. Whatever. But under your boob, on your rib cage, that's sexy. <laughs> just got to lift it up and show Yeah, them. just show them. Check under here. I we really love shade it. here. We roll up the shade. <laughs> Take a look. Let me pin these bad boys up for a moment so you can see what's going on. What about your ace? But I said I would do that in order to get a lifetime supply. That's what I said. So I'm not just doing that for nothing. That would have to. I what would does have that to, constitute? I don't know. Like a 12 pack a month for the rest of my life of Baja Blast specifically. I'd do it for that. All right. Or give me a machine with that. I get it restocked whenever I want with just Baja Blast fountain machine. That's what I'll take. Uh, new football documentaries are coming to Disney Plus, if you like such things. There's going to be a movie called The Book of Manning, a close-up insight on the famous football family. Hmm. wonder if they're going to get real close and talk about that time Peyton <laughs> teabagged a chick when he was at Tennessee. That's, that's one they could ask. They could also ask about the suspicious uh, shipment of... Yep. What was the, uh, what was, it was like a PED, wasn't it, that his wife got delivered? Yes. To the house, and then it was yes. like, oh, no, that's definitely just for his wife. Right. That's not he for just, him. He just happened to be going through neck surgery rehab at that mm. time, too. Yes. And this, that particular drug he had sent to the house was known to aid in rehab. I believe that's correct. But so, it was strictly for his wife. Let me be real clear. I don't dislike Peyton Man dislike yeah, dislike Peyton Manning at all. I think he's obviously no, one of the most either, talented quarterbacks we've we, ever seen. We but tend to gloss over certain things for certain people, we, don't we? We do when it fits our narrative. Right. Right? When there's like, oh no, America has decided we really like Peyton Manning, so let's ignore these unsavory stories about him. Oh, we don't like this other person? Let's make sure we never stop talking about all their unsavory stories. So I just I don't understand why that is. Uh for Fall of Buffalo, a documentary about the Bills' unprecedented Super Bowl losses. I'm sorry, what? For Fall? For Fall, number four. Okay. For Fall of Buffalo. We could do a better title than that. I, I think. think we can. Okay. And Dion's Double Play, the story of Dion Sanders' love for two sports. So is this their version of like an, a 30 for 30? I guess. All right. Yeah. No, I trust me. I would. I think the... The Dion thing would be very compelling just to see some of the behind the scenes. I thought they already did some kind of Dion 30 for 30, though. I could be yeah, wrong. But this is this is strictly for Disney Plus. It's brand new. Yeah, I know, but they, they have all that. They're going to have brand new interviews with Tim McCarver. Oh, I, <laughs> I think he's a douche because he threw some Gatorade on me. Mm, that's right. He is a douche for that. Both those guys can be douches. Was it water or Gatorade, Teddy? Or a big jug of pee? It was uh, ice water that he just dumped on him. Yeah. Why did yeah. he dump it on him? I, I don't even remember this. What was the backstory there? I, he, was I just, just, he was just being a pud. Yeah, I, maybe he had said something oh, critical about him. I would be a pud to yeah. 
Tim McCarver anytime well, I get that's, a chance. That's fine, but you also wouldn't throw something at someone. Come on, if it's water, I mean, you didn't throw like a lead weight at him, You're right? So full of crap. I there are plenty of people that you hate. <laughs> no, I but know if this. I, if I was Deion Sanders, and I had millions of dollars at like the age of twenty-two or whatever. Yeah, I'd probably be a little bit different guy. Sadly, I'm just saying maybe that's partially why Dion had a little bit of that in him. But yeah, don't do that. That's not that's not good form. But yeah, Tim McCarver. Tim McCarver sucks. Hello. I hate Tim McCarver. All right. Screw that. I guy. do too. Stop it. All right. You don't hate. I you hate him. him. You love him. You want, no one hates him, him more than me. Then throw water on him. Show me how much you hate him. <laughs> I'm going to throw battery acid at you right now. <laughs> In a battery. You're just going to throw it. You're not going to take it out of the battery first. You're just going to chuck it at me. Ryan Day adds to his coaching staff. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find some slow traffic on I-70 eastbound between Livingston Avenue and US-33. Plan on some backups in that area. And more slowdowns on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 25% off custom printed labels, postcards, flyers, brochures, and more when you spend $60 or more. In-store only. Offer ends in the 29th. See staples.com slash print for details. Staples, the working and learning store. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Don't worry. We don't get bones and allergies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me talk to you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They've successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Let's talk about ED, erectile dysfunction. Can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, much more. Also, obviously, or oddly enough, a fear of horses. Erectile really? dysfunction, yes. Hmm, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You see a horse, and it's a frightened turtle. Okay. You'll never see your pee-pee again. Got it. They have an expert staff, and if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment with or without a horse. A treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years. Give Secretariat a ride. Okay. I <laughs> Sure. A ride on. You, you, you're there's not a afraid. saddle. You're not afraid, you're not afraid of, of, horse. of horses. Right. Yeah, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah. Like Kevin McAllister coming out and saying, I'm not afraid anymore. Right. And then he sees the old man with the, the trash can and he runs back in the That's house. That's right. But you're, you're not free, afraid of the horse liberated. anymore. Yeah. Call him today. <laughs> 614-300-7400. Visit him online. Columbus Men's Quinnick. Quinnick? <laughs> Hi, have we won? <laughs> ColumbusMensQuinnick.com. Another symptom Elmer. of ED is baby talk. Elmer, Elmer Fudd is here to do the rest of this one. My pee-pee don't work. <laughs> it's duck season? Fabbit season? Not sure. ColumbusMensClinic.com. Save a horse. 
slash ride a horse equine is that what you're saying save a horse ride a horse yes no okay ryan day adding to his coaching staff where is this i'm gonna uh, guess former on the internet former duke linebacking coach sam mcgrath announced he has accepted a position on the buckeye staff all right he worked with jim knowles when Jim Knowles was at the Duke staff, on the Duke staff, at the Duke staff, at the Duke staff, at the Duke staff. <laughs> How you doing? I just rode secretary in here. I'm at the Duke staff. Come on back. Uh, Sam slash Mark McGrath joined the Duke staff in the summer of 2015, initially serving as a grad assistant coach, working primarily with the linebackers. Also spent three seasons as a quality control coach on the defensive side of the ball. He was promoted to an assistant coach last February. And so he will come to Ohio State. We don't know what his official title is going to be, but I'm guessing he'll be some sort of alternate associate assistant head coach he will, as well as whatever be, position group he's coaching. He will be assistant coordinator of I Just Want to Fly. Mark McGrath? Yeah. Isn't that his name? No. It's not Mark. It's Sam McGrath. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah. We're going to call him Mark McGrath, though. It's fine. We're never going to get out of that. Uh, NFL has reeled in $1.8 billion in sponsorship revenue during the season. Is that a lot? Yeah. It's the most they've ever had. It says the bulk of it comes from the ongoing spike in gambling money. Uh, DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars. They have a, I, I saw this headline, this title, like a triple tri-exclusive uh, partnership with the NFL, which means all three of them are the quote-unquote exclusive gambling part. Yes, but they also have secondary deals with BetMGM, WinBet, FoxBet, PointsBet. So they're taking money from all of these places. Yeah. Isn't it hilarious? I mean, good for the NFL, right? They're all asking to pay. You want more money? That's There's nothing wrong with this. It's legal in many states. But I find it hilarious how they freaked out over... Was it Tony Romo being fantasy, involved fantasy football with convention. the fantasy football convention in Vegas? Just being a named person at the convention for fantasy football, which is totally allowed. And just the fact that it was at a casino in Vegas, they said, absolutely not. And how, however many years ago that was, less than 10 years ago, now we've gone to, oh yeah, meet our $1.8 billion worth of sponsorship. Much of it, which is coming from gambling houses. Good for them. Glad. Take the money. I... I support it. Uh, $100 million per year comes from Microsoft. Oh, right. I, dude, I forget that tablet is a... I forget that that's a Microsoft product. Well, shame on them. They're paying $100 million. That's what I'm saying. To be the it's official just, iPad or I don't, non-iPad. I remember the first year that happened where it just seemed like every broadcast, they were like, look at this tablet. Look at them all. They get to see the tablet. And now, I mean... You, obviously, we know all the different tablets that are out there. There's, there, every. I, I would assume many people listening to us have multiple tablets, possibly in their house. But I forget that that is a Microsoft branded thing. I know I see their logo on it, but I'm just it. It is so, it's so prevalent now. I just ignore it. It's like seeing the NFL logo on a broadcast. You don't think of the NFL logo and go, "This is the NFL." You just you automatically know that. But somehow that that branding has kind of. If anything, the marketing is a little backwards because I forgot they even had that product. I just see Microsoft all over everything and forgot that's the reason it's all on there. They have official beer and booze sponsorships. Um, what else? 
Probably. Oh, other by the things. way, speaking of Microsoft, I saw this not too long ago. Just to show you how much money Microsoft has. Breaking news. Microsoft worth a lot of oh, money. Is that the case? I didn't know. But I saw that they bought the Activision Blizzard Inc. company. Yeah, video which games. Which makes right? uh, video games. Call of Duty, Warcraft, Starcraft, Candy Crush. They make all that crap. Mm. You know how much Microsoft paid for this company? I'm guessing uh, billions. Well, take a guess. Uh... Three billion dollars. Sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Oh, Lord. Sixty-eight point oh. seven billion dollars, all cash, homie. All cash, homie. That World of Warcraft isn't going to make itself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Got to get in there. Was that Leroy Jenkins? That World of Warcraft? I want to say that's where that came from. You know what that is? No, you have no idea. I don't know what you're talking Leroy about, Leroy Jenkins. No one, apparently no one knew this. It was like 10 years ago. This was a meme on the internet that apparently everybody missed, but me, because I, I saw it tweeted out the other day and I had to educate Timmy Hall on it too. Anyway, I'm not going to give it to you here. I'll do a whole podcast on I it on our so, podcast. I am so confused. What is happening right now? <laughs> hey, you heard of this guy? I'll tell you later. I can't do it right. There's what no way to do it justice. We have 30 seconds. You never have seen the video of these guys. It's a video game. It's people playing this video game. Their characters are on the screen, and they're standing around going, all right, well, we usually get blown up when we go to this place. Let's coordinate. Let's run some numbers. And then the other guy goes, all right, well, it looks like we got a 37% chance of success. Okay, well, it's better than we usually do. Let's everybody put your phasers to this, set your this to that. They're strategizing how to win in this online game. What's wrong with that? Nothing. And then one of the guys goes, all right, jumps, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. And he just runs in and they all start going, oh, God, no, he just went in there. Oh, oh, uh, uh," and they panic. They run in. They all get annihilated. And then they just start cussing him out for blowing up their strategy. And it's one of my favorite videos of all time. And I'm sad you more people don't know about it. You did all of that in 42 seconds. I'm sorry. You're like, I need a whole podcast on it. I don't know what to tell you. You did it all in 42 seconds. It was. All right. World of Warcraft was Leroy Jenkins. That's why it's worth $68 billion. Thank you for confirming that, Stephen. I appreciate the tweet. All right. What else? What do I have next? I have nothing. Microsoft? How could that be possible? Let's do more Microsoft. No, I don't have any more Microsoft. Oh. Just Microsoft facts? Yeah. No. Do uh, Bill Gates facts? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't... It depends on who you ask about that. I'm looking at this sheet like something's magically going to appear. I don't have, I don't have anything for 434. Are you telling me that your disordered sheet that makes yeah. no sense to only anyone except for you yeah. maybe has a flaw that sometimes you just miss the most listened to segment right, of the show? How, how about this? Okay. We'll talk about something. Something. Coming up next. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-71 northbound at Weber Road. It is causing slowdowns in that area as things begin to build. Please be careful over here. In the meantime, plan on some slowdowns in the end well. This traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. For Domino's new oven baked dips and twist combos, there's cheesy marinara, baked apple, and five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any three-topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! talking to my annoying friend Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit 
took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Broadcasting live from the Tacoma Dome, here's Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now. At Man and Bone 971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. What were we going to do? Nothing? Uh, I, I saw this little note about Skip Bayless, if you want to talk about oh, that, right. as much as I'm not a... Not really. All right. Well, we could do well, that. No, we... skip that. I don't want that. All right. Skip, skip. Uh, Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy has apparently been told he'll be back next season. I thought he was told that three hours after the game was over when Jerry Jones came out and said, he'll be back next season. Well, that was before Sean Payton became available, and then that's a temptation to then go back on your promise. So apparently they're saying, all right, all right well, we're really not going to do this to old Mike McCarthy just yet. We're going to wait here until... Sean Payton says, all right, now I want to coach again, and that's my path, and then they will do that to Mike McCarthy. I know technically they could work something out. We've seen it in the past with compensation. But Sean Payton is not actually available. He is under contract to the New Orleans Saints Well, for three more seasons. Right, but he... Okay, so let's say next year he wants to coach. Are they going to say, oh, I guess we have to wait three years? No, next year he's gone at least a year. But what does that mean for a contract? Like, his, his contract would still be in place, yes, right? Yes, and they would work something out, but it certainly wouldn't be at the level of, I'm going to jump ship to another team immediately. If I'm the Saints, I just say, no. Well, yeah, I'm sure the Saints could say that, and then Sean Payton says, and then I'm not going to coach, so... Okay. But you're not going to coach anyway. Yeah, well, that's... That's what is, I mean. I'd say no and just pay you your money, and you can sit at home and yeah. do nothing. Here's Here's the thing I don't understand with... With all of this, right? Sean Payton, from the minute he did the press conference saying he was leaving, he said, guys, just please don't misunderstand me. I don't want anyone to start getting any ideas that I don't like coaching, that I can't coach, that I think I'm not good enough to coach. I love coaching. I've got a vision for what a football team should do. I'm so fired up. But it's not my path right now. Like, he then would go back to this, I don't... It's not in the cards right now for me. But it will be soon. But, I mean, can we all acknowledge this? It's It seems very see-through. Does it not? Yes. Okay. I, I feel like there are other things that are see-through in all of the NFL. Like, the, the, the similar thing I'm going to equate this to is to Tom Brady right now. All of this talk about, is Tom Brady going to retire? Maybe he is, right? I don't know. But I don't, I don't know how strongly you feel on that. But for me, I look at it and go, this guy has spent the last 10 years telling us he wants to play till he's 65. He wants an AARP card and also an NFL locker. That's what he wants. And then for like two seconds of that narrative, he decides to go, maybe I will hang it up. I don't know. And everyone's like, well, clearly this is it. Clearly he's done. Can we just pause for a second on that and say, you know, could also be that he's just trying to drum up a little bit of intrigue and drama because he's Tom Brady and he wants people to pay attention yes, to him. It, it could be that. I mean, I know he doesn't need to do anything to get that drama and intrigue. Or maybe but he just feels his age and he never has before. 
I'm telling you. You think he's I coming be, back? Yes. I will be shocked if he's not coming back this year. I think he retires. Okay. I completely doubt that. Retired. Teddy? Completely doubt it. Retire or come back for Tom Brady? I think he's coming back. Yeah. I yeah, feel absolutely. As, I feel as confident that he's playing next year as I do that Sean Payton is coaching after next year. Right? Like, I feel like those two things are just guaranteed to happen. I'm going to say he retires and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trade for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, would be, would be quite spicy. I don't there. believe in that. Be a lot of intrigue going on there. I still think he's going back to Green Bay, although I saw Brett Favre uh, when he's not taking pictures of his dong, wrapping it in copper products. He's commenting on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, this is Brett Favre for Copper Dong. <laughs> copper, copper Dong Favre here. I'm throwing a football to my dog. How's it going, dog? Dog's like, I didn't ask for this. Dog's like, I can't I catch can't. that ball. You have opposable thumbs. I do not. Stop throwing I can't put it in my mouth. It's too big. That's right. Do you have any tennis Favre balls? Favre for Copper Dong. He's like, I don't have any tennis balls. Because I'm not a wuss. I got footballs. Copper Dong. <laughs> My balls are too big for your mouth. Copper Dong. <laughs> the football. Football. The dog's yes, mouth. Football. Yes, the football is too big. Gotta get some tennis balls. Come on. Get your mind out of the gutter. Anyway, Brett, Brett, Brett Favre Brett says. Favre for Copper Tennis Balls. Throw them at, don't throw them at your dog. That'll be bad news. Brett Favre says he thinks Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Okay. He has a feeling. Well, it might be, right? I, I have. I will say my uh, Nostra dumbass has not strong feelings about what's going on there. I don't know, man, because I, I said earlier, and I guess this is where I come down on it. If you said you have to bet right now one way or the other, I still believe Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay only because he's the guy who tends to tell us these things. I don't like it here. I want out. I'm not a fan of how this has all gone down. And then he does the opposite. We've seen that in many ways this year, but I just don't believe him. Anything that he has said so far about like, yeah, I, I'm done here. I want to get out of here. I don't, I don't, I believe he's walking that back now because he's seen he won the power struggle and he'll get whatever he wants. I'm sorry. I'm watching the Indians and Marlins. Oh, good. Jose Mesa is about to blow this game. That's well, I'm glad Breaking you brought news. this up Breaking to news. everyone. Uh, Sean Payton. He's trying his hand at being a broadcaster. He went on with Dan Patrick and Dan Patrick said, all right, I'm going to ask you for some analysis here. You want to be on TV? You want to be a broadcaster? Analyze something. He said, tell me about what you think about uh, Dak Prescott and the quarterback sneak that wound up ending that game. Yeah. Right? What did you think about that play? Here's what Sean Payton had to say. Well, look, they're trying to get in touchdown range, and they ran a draw. So far, off to a great start. Thank you. Very obvious. nailed it. Yep. Uh, we would typically throw a pass. <laughs> Ultimately, I think two more steps for Dak. He's got to slide a little quicker. He's up, and the ball has to go to the umpire. And then, let's go. We can never hand the ball to a center. Can I Can I ask why so many football coaches... Urban, Urban was the king of this, but many other football coaches do this where they cannot speak in complete sentences, so everything becomes... Well, first off... Ball man principle, you stay ball man, and then you know what it is, right? And then touchdown, four to six seconds, A to B, right? We get that, and you're just like, what does this mean? Copper dong. Just, <laughs> Copper dong. 
Don't throw tennis balls with copper at your dog. Obviously, everybody knows that. And then, you know, hand placement is key. You do that. And it's just, can you finish a sentence? We saw this. I say this. Then this happened. That's the story. No. Sean Payton has to like, well, well, first off, handball to center. Don't do that. Ref, give ball. Don't run. Two steps more, Dak. Less Dak. Two steps. Slide first. Find ump. No center. Bad. Very concise. Yeah, but it's not. It, it's not like how humans talk. No. Uh, Jeff Fisher is going to be the head coach of the USFL's Michigan Panthers. Why? Why is the guy who was head coach in the National Football League for twenty-two years? No, right? we can argue about 60s. how good he was. Oh, at who that cares? Job, What's the difference? He was He's very... competed at the top level of football for twenty-two years. Yeah, I. I don't understand the USFL at all. I don't know why people are interested in it. And the thing that gets him off the couch is playing all of your home games in Birmingham, Alabama for USFL's Michigan Panthers. Now, to those of you who might be tempted to say, well, what if he just really enjoys coaching football? Why can't he want to do that? He's a successful coach. It's probably something he's always loved doing. Right, this, this is... All right, go ahead. Finish. My point is, there's a billion high schools where you can go live out your days coaching and actually helping people from your assistant coaches, the kids that are going to be on the team. They could learn from a guy who coached for 20 years in the NFL. And that would actually probably do something for them, possibly, to learn at least the level of dedication you have to play in the NFL. Get some real evaluation from a guy who was there and saw it and all that. Instead, it's not just him. I'm not just busting on him for this. There's lots of guys that end up coaching in these junk leagues, and it's and, and people say, oh, they love football. Well, you can love football and coach at any level. You don't have to go coach there. You don't have to go coach in college. You can go down to high school, do it for free, and help out a school. You got millions and millions of dollars. This does not make any sense to me why Jeff Fisher wants to be at the semi-pro level, or the Whatever we're going to call this, the minor pro well, level. It's, it's pro. Well, you know what I mean, though. Um, minor pro sounds like we're Sergey Fedorov's hanging out. <laughs> Come on. No, no. I just, I meant like minor. Like you're I digging, got it. You're digging I down understand for, it. for ore. Look, I've been working in the radio business since I was 15 years old. When I'm in my 60s and I have Jeff Fisher's type of money, I'm not going to work in radio anymore. What I may do is if I have the itch for, for the medium, because it's been in my blood for so long. I got a microphone in my basement. Maybe I go do a podcast and scratch that itch. Jeff Fisher, in his 60s, with millions of dollars in the bank, looked his wife dead in the eyes. And I don't know what his family situation is. Right? Maybe he's got grandkids. I have no idea. Looked his wife dead in the eyes and said, Honey, we're moving to Birmingham. Well, <laughs> we're moving to Birmingham or... I'm going to Birmingham and you're staying here. Yeah. One of those two things is happening for Jeff Fisher. I, it boggles my mind why a guy wants to do that. For what? The USFL? Wasn't Did, that a thing in the 80s? Didn't that yes. fail? And it's going to be a thing again with me. Didn't Trump light that on fire back when he owned a team in that? Yeah. There was a 30 for 30 on that. Actually. Yeah, he owned, he owned a team. Yeah, and he got mad, and then they there was a big fight, partially because of some of the stuff he wanted to do, and maybe they were wrong, but they definitely split up over that. The Jenner T-Bone is up next. No more Copper Dong, I promise. Oh, so says you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on 270 southbound after I-70. Plan on some backups as things begin to clear. You'll also find some delays on 71 northbound at Weber Road. An accident there as well. Please use caution. Starving Report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on fresh Atlantic salmon fillets, just $6.99 a pound. Now through February 1st. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Tool of the week. Is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's not waste any time. Let's go. Common man and T-Bones. Degenerate T-Bone. Degenerate T-Bone. T-Bone's picks for the weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. Bone. First of all, I am going to say I feel like this week in these games, because we're going to talk, of course, championship weekend, the final weekend for real football. This is real fans. football. Super Bowl's not real football. It's a spectacle. It's a national the com- holiday. The commercials take up more attention Half-time than the actual shows. game. Yes, this is Parties the last you're one obligated we get. to attend. These, yes, you get to watch these games as a football fan one last time. The Super Bowl gets watched in a totally different lens, and it's very hard to feel that game the same way that regular football does. So, in this weekend, we are going to go hardcore on some of the different bets that you have here, some of the different opportunities. But I want to take a special time again to implore Bengals fans, if you, and again, especially if you're listening to us. In Cincinnati or in an area close to a state where you can get to and place a legal wager, by all means, understand that you don't even have to bet on the Chiefs to win the game, right? You can you can go bet Chiefs. Well, I guess you probably should. That's the safest way to do it. But you could bet like the Chiefs win by more than seven. And that would mean that, yes, that's going to be a blowout for your team. But if you just bet on... The Chiefs to win the game straight up. You have an opportunity to pay for your team to go to the Super Bowl. Do you understand me? You bet on the Chiefs and say, whatever it be worth to you. What would it be worth to you monetarily to give up to see the Bengals go to the Super Bowl? Is it 50 bucks? Is it 100 bucks? If you put that on a wager of the Chiefs, bet against your team. But what you're really doing is paying for your team to go to the Super Bowl because... If your team somehow loses to the Chiefs, which is, of course, possible, well, Bengals you fans, win money. you get a bunch of money back. But if they don't, and you get all your money taken away by those evil casinos, good news, that means your Bengals have gone to the Super Bowl. Who could have predicted that at the start of the season? So you have a prime opportunity here. Now, over under for this game, 54 and a half. This is a hard one to predict, and I'm going to say it's probably going to go under, but... The Chiefs have gone over in like five of their last six, and the Bengals have been an under in seven of the last eight. So 
I'm going to take the under on this one because I... I'm just going to say that this game's going to go a little different. I think both these championship games are going to go a little different than last weekend where everything came down to the wire. Everything was close. But I predicted Chiefs win this game, and I predicted they would win by about a touchdown. So I'm not going to touch the money line. I am instead going to look at prop bets. Byron Pringle, Kansas City receiver, he has scored in three of his past five games. Five touchdowns in that span. If he scores a touchdown any time in this game, it's plus 190. That seems like a pretty safe bet. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to look at Tyler Boyd for the Bengals. He had a four-game touchdown streak snapped against Tennessee. So, yes, that sucked that that happened. But plus 260, that's really good value for him to score a touchdown. And Joe Burrow, over under 287 passing yards. 287 and a half. Over. over. Yes. Especially if you think they're going to win. He's averaged over 335 yards per game in the last seven. So, yeah, that's pretty good. NFC Championship game. The Niners, of course, at the Rams. Rams, a three-and-a-half-point favorite at, I'm going to say, air quotes home, because, yes, they are at home, but it will be very loud for the Niners there. Uh, I would say the Rams cover this. I think they win by a touchdown. But let's look at a couple prop bets on this side, too. Odell Beckham Jr., anytime touchdown score, plus 140. Has Odell Beckham Jr. been pretty impactful in these games? Yes, he has. Is he going to have a chance to score in this game? Absolutely. I would say take that plus 140. Six of the past nine games, he has scored a touchdown. I think that's pretty safe. Another one I think is pretty safe, Matt Stafford, over under. One and a half passing touchdowns. That's it. You don't think he's going to go over one and a half? He has in eight of the last nine games, and I know the Niners defense, nothing to play with, but Matt Stafford, I'm going to put the faith in that. And I love this one, too. I love Longest reception over unders. Do you have you ever done those, Mike? No. This is Cooper Cup over under longest reception, 28 and a half yards. Yeah, I'd say he has more than a I'm gonna say he goes over 30 yards on one at least one pass. And by the way, he's gone over on this prop in seven of the past eight games. So I've got the Rams covering. I have got a push on the Chiefs, which is why I'm not gonna bother with that line. But again, Bengals fans pay on the money line only. Chiefs win they beat the Bengals if that happens by any score you get your money back if it doesn't your team's in the Super Bowl is that it that's it all right I do want to remind all of you that we will have the AFC championship game here on the fan it'll be after Buckeye basketball we should be done with that around three o'clock they kick at 305 we have blue jacket hockey Scheduled for 6.30. But we're hoping to fit the AFC Championship game nicely within that window. If for some reason we can't, and the game goes longer than 6.30, we will then have it on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2. And you are allowed to hate us forever. Well, of course, but hopefully that won't happen. Mm. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-71 northbound at Weber Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. And now watching an accident blocking the right lane of I-70 westbound before the 71 east split. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed. 
with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. Happy Friday, Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. We have golf? Is that what I heard from Jimmy? Oh, a little golf today? I hope so. Matt Kuchar update. What do we got? They are playing golf. Cooch is no cooch. <laughs> cooch is not playing oh, this weekend. Yeah. Well, oh, no cooch. Yeah, on the weekend. But you have like uh, John Brom. He is uh, at the uh, top of the leaderboard. Rom! I think he's about fourteen under now. It's not called the John Rom. Where are they playing? Just want to clarify that it's in California somewhere. Hmm. Thanks for the update. <laughs> that, There's no cooch here's, playing. Here's, man. here's what I should have known because we looked over at Ted. And Ted had the, like, smallest nod of his head that was like, mm-hmm, yep, there's golf. And he didn't seem to be like, oh, yeah, and, like, real excited to talk about it. So I thought, oh, this this might mean there's not a lot Matt going on with this. Coach! <laughs> he is playing with... He's doing something. Copper-infused Copper. tennis balls with Brett Favre's dog. That's what he's doing. No, they got golf balls with a copper core. Oh, well, why would you throw those for a dog, though? It has to be tennis balls with copper uh, fabric. By the way, I didn't know copper could be made into a fabric. That was news to you, me. I think you can. No, no, I know you can, because that's what like all of Brett Favre's products are, like copper elbow sleeves and stuff like that. But It may not be real copper, or at least no kidding. a very small... Like, I see these infomercials... Where it's like the best nonstick pan you've ever used. The interior lining is made of diamonds. Real diamonds. Yeah. Seven dollars. <laughs> seven dollars for this A copper pan, pan made out of diamonds Real for seven dollars. Wow. Seven dollars. Yeah. How's it possible? What is there more of in these respective products? Is there more copper in a copper sleeve that Brett Favre sells you? Or is there more lime in a lime flavored LaCroix water? Because I'm going to say there's more copper in the sleeve than there no is lime in the lime la- LaCroix? No, no, no. I like it. I'm just saying. Oh. Actual lime? I like lime. I like lime LaCroix. I'm just pointing out that it's a very scant flavoring that the the water people are giving us when they do the little, you know, the, the, the seltzer waters. I they- saw something yesterday that blew my mind. What's that? So the Blue Jackets, all they do is, you know, tweet fun dip. Hashtag fun dip. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Fun dip. And they had a a package of Fun Dip that they tweeted out as an image. And on that package of Fun Dip, it says, no artificial flavors. What? Well, right. That's why I'm, maybe technically that's true. Like there's some sort of food science way, but what, the whole thing is just flavored sugar. Where's the flavor? Is there someone squirting strawberry (laughs) juice? In they're, this bag got, of they've sugar? They've got the strawberry squirter just sitting there just how, how squirting them out. How could you make out. that with no artificial flavors? I have no idea how that... I don't know how flavoring works, right? Like, well, I, I guess I don't either. Well, I'm saying, are we saying it's not artificial if you take 
like oranges and then boil them down to a paste and then squeeze that and get some extraction out of it. Are they doing that? Well, no, I'm saying you do all that and then you get some like flavored syrup that then you mix with thousands of pounds of sugar and then you get, yes, an orangey flavored sugar thing. That's natural flavor, I guess, but it's it's not like they just took a lime off the tree and were like, here you go, or the a, an orange off the tree and just squeeze it in there like, there you go, that's the flavor. No, they've they've got some kind of reduction of that. It's not... It's not. I, I guess when I think natural, I think it just was made out of pure juice, and that's pure it. juice. Yeah, don't say that. Pure juice. Pure juice. That's what you get listening to this show. Pure juice. Rundown. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. Speaking of fun dip, Jackets beat the Rangers five to three last night. Want to know why? Because the they played. Because they played like they gave a damn. Oh, and funny. no artificial flavors in fun dip. <laughs> Jackets are athletes, man. They got to watch that. Yeah. Well, look, this is a game that we thought as it started off might go the way a few others have gone this season where they gave up two goals pretty quickly and we said, this could be bad. And guess what happened? They didn't just give up on themselves. Or, yes, on the team or the fans or anything else, right? They actually went out and played hard and played well and stuck with it as professional athletes do. I was texting with a buddy last night where he went to the game and he said, that was refreshing. It was nice to see them actually play. And I said, yeah, it must be nice must to be, be able nice. to go to a game. And when you've paid tickets for the game, you get out of that and go, wow, they actually played like a professional hockey team. That's what you should expect from this Jackets team, even though they're not going to win a lot of games this year, even though we know they're not going to the playoffs or winning a Stanley Cup this year. We should expect them to still be pros and go out there and play hard. Last night they did. Please get back to me in two weeks. If they are still doing that, that will be a much better sign than what we've seen so far. We got Montreal coming up. They're terrible. Okay, so what? Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Okay. I'm going to take it to the bank that it will still be too close for comfort because jackets are also poo. Yes. Buckeyes beat Minnesota 75 to 64. Uh, Outside shot was not falling again, but Buckeyes dominated that paint, man. Took advantage of offensive rebounding opportunities. EJ was fantastic. They got their first road win in Minnesota in seven years. That's an amazing stat. Also incredible and good honors for these guys. EJ Liddell scores his thousandth point yeah. as a Buckeye. Let him live. And Chris Holtman, 100 wins. Reached that plateau last night. So night of milestones for the Buckeye basketball team. That's good to see. And and good. This is I like a physical Buckeye basketball team when they show up ready to play. Outside shot not falling is usually a recipe for disaster with this team. Saw that against Indiana, how that went. But instead, on the road in the Big Ten, yes, I know Minnesota's not Indiana, but they went out and played a really solid, tough physical game and got the job done. Yes. Good win. You're going to start to need to hit some you're going to start to need, yes, to hit some of these shots especially against Purdue on Sunday. That's going to be a tough one. Catch it right here on The Fan. It was a cold, brisk night at Lower.com Field. Team USA beat El Salvador. Yeah. One to nothing. Anthony Robinson, who has become a really bright star. Well, no, he he plays for the U.S. national team. He scored the goal. What's his name? Well, his name is Anthony Robinson. No, it's not. However, in the post-game presser last night, he made reference to the fact, because he was introduced as 
Jedi. Yes. That's what he wants to be called now, Jedi. And they asked him about that, and he said, well, I've always been a Star Wars fan since I was a little kid, and that's what my nickname was growing up, and I'm just more comfortable with my nickname. So they have been referring to him as Jedi Robinson. So awesome. I can get behind that. But yeah, good performance by the U.S. national team. Not a great one. They probably should have had two or three goals in that game, and they just... Final third, they looked very discombobulated, so they are going to have to have a much better effort Sunday in Canada to win that game, because Canada is surprisingly good. Ryan Day adds to his coaching staff, uh, former Duke linebackers coach Sam slash Mark McGrath announced he has accepted a position on the Buckeyes staff. Uh, He did work with Jim Knowles when Jim Knowles was on that Duke staff. He joined the Duke staff in the summer of 2015, initially serving as a grad assistant, working primarily with the linebackers, then spent three seasons as a quality control coach on the defensive side of the ball. We don't know what his title is going to be here, but yet another addition to Ryan Day's defensive coaching staff, which looks completely different than last year. Conference title games this weekend, Bengals at the Chiefs, 49ers at the Rams, Uh, I expect to see a higher scoring affair for the Bengals and Chiefs. I think the Bengals will be able to move the football, but I I don't think their defense will be able to slow up Pat Mahomes and his Chiefs Chiefs offense, which is clicking on all cylinders right now. Going on the road is very difficult. I'm going to say Chiefs win this game 34-24. I'm going to say it's a little more low scoring than that, only because I do think the Bengals will be able to run the football, and I think that will be part of the game plan. Not that you want to take it out of Joe Burrow's hands, but just maybe keeping the ball out of Pat Mahomes' hands is also part of what they'd like to do. But in the end, I agree that the Chiefs have a little bit more, I think, than the Bengals do, and there's no shame in saying that for Bengals fans. We talked about this earlier. This is no hatred on the Bengals. They have a very good shot and a very real shot of going to the Super Bowl this weekend. But if I have to make the pick, yes, I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this game. I'll say 24-17. to I'm picking both home teams, which will probably prove to be stupid. I'm picking the Rams to beat the 49ers. Yes, we did see this a couple weeks ago. Yes, we did see the 49ers win that game in the same stadium. But even though there'll be tons of 49er fans there, this Rams team will be prepared for it. They'll act like this is a road game. I thought they were the better team in that week 18. Was it week 18? Is that where we're at now? I think you're right. Yes, week 18 matchup, but they got caught off guard and took their foot off the gas, and 49ers made them pay. I don't think we'll have that problem on Sunday, and I will say the Rams get the victory 23-10. to 10. Yeah, I think the Rams are not going to have the same letdown that they did last time. I think both of these teams, you know, when they lost in the regular season, are going to be looking for this rematch for some redemption. And of course it's a playoff. So you get the, the final real tally of what these teams can do. But going back with the Rams, I just, I think there is going to be too much there. I think Matt Stafford leads them to the Super Bowl, and they are yes, going to win, but I'll say it's a little higher scoring there. I'm going to go like, I guess 21 to 14, I think is where I'll go. What did I say? But you said 23 to 10. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. That's Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. rundown. (laughs) I'm going to go a lot higher scoring. Let's say 198. Yeah, you're right. I got to tell you, what a barn burner. 21 to 10. (laughs) No. Whatever you said. I said 21 to 14. What what a barn burner. Yeah, you're right. Matt's not my strong suit. Uh, The Guardians 
have signed an extended lease at Progressive Field through 2036. They're set to start renovations after the upcoming season. Fine. New team. They'll redo the stadium. New team name, I should say. Mm. They still will not put any money into that product because the Dolan family sucks. And reports say that Byron Leftwich wants the Jags to fire Trent Balky, who is the GM. I've seen a couple reports that say, uh, who's the guy in Arizona? What's his name? Oh, I forget. I'm blanking on it now. But yes, I know there's a tie there with him and Byron Leftwich. There's a guy in Arizona that Byron Leftwich wants for that GM job if he takes the Jags job. And so some people are saying it's a package deal. He has told the Jags, I will come be your coach, but only if my guy is the GM. I don't want Trent Balky here. Yeah, the the executive is Adrian Wilson. Okay. And actually, it was reported yesterday, Cardinals reporter Mike Jarecki said that Cardinals executive Adrian Wilson will become the next GM of the Jags. Yes, he said it was done. And I've Jarecki's been around that team for a long time. So he's not going to say something if he doesn't know it. No, and it wouldn't surprise me that he would get that info out before maybe the Jags would be able to because you'd think that the Cardinals would have to be notified if that's what's happening. Now, Jags fans hate Trent Belke. They oh, want him gone. With good reason, I right? know that, but they were so upset when he was retained, they want him gone. So they'll throw a parade. If they get Byron Leftwich as their head coach and their GM goes away, well, they'll throw a parade. Yeah, you're exactly right. Although, I, man, I don't understand why it... I guess maybe this is why it's taking so long with Byron Leftwich, right? Because if they do have to fire a GM to hire him, that, that is a pretty big vote of confidence that they believe in what he wants to do. But I, I, I am shocked that it's not done yet because it seems like a no-brainer. A two-sport athlete is trying to emerge. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident causing stop and go traffic on I-70 eastbound after James Road. Please be careful as traffic builds in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns and more delays expected on I-70 westbound before the 71 east split. An accident has cleared, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Good news, Bone. What's that, man? We have a CFL team to root for now. Oh, we do? The Edmonton Elks have a new quarterback on their roster. Who's that? JT Barrett. Well, looky there. Yeah. All right. JT Barrett. What's he been doing? I didn't know he was still... Jumping on a uh, trampoline, getting ready for the CFL. Is that... (laughs) 
Is that what you do? You jump on trampolines to get ready for that? I had no idea. Keep yourself in shape. Oh, like the little mini trampoline, like in like the fitness trampoline. Yeah. Not a, I thought you meant like a big backyard uh, maybe, trampoline. Maybe you could do that too. Seems like that would pose a risk of injury. But all right, so he's going to Edmonton. Yeah. It's cold there. Yeah. I feel like they used to be the Eskimos, right? They changed the name I, of that I'm team? I'm guessing they did. And I'm guessing because Not, not of appropriate that. culturally? Yep. Not appropriate? I think that's right. I get it. Hashtag antler up. Okay, Hashtag go Elks. All right. So, I mean, he was unsigned this past season, but I guess previous to that, JT Barrett had been on with the Saints, Seahawks, and Steelers on various mini camps and practice squads. He was in mini camp with the Cowboys last May. Hasn't played a professional football game since he participated in the Spring League in 2020. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. That's all according to 11 Warriors. Well, we love so. spring football so much. <laughs> yeah. Man, I it's been five years since he played at Ohio State. In some ways, it seems like it's been twenty years. It seems since he longer played, than that, right? doesn't it? But it was just twenty seventeen that he was last here. Well, good luck to him. Yeah, of good course. luck to the Edmonton. I, I hope he lights it up in the CFL. Go Me for too. it, uh, Jim Nance. Jim Nance is broadcasting the golf, the Farmers Only Open dot com. Yes, that Cooch is not playing in. No cooch. But Jim Nance is broadcasting the golf from Kansas City. From Arrowhead. Yeah. We knew about this. You know, for some reason, Nance felt like he had to be on this broadcast, and CBS agreed to it, even though he's working remotely. But we thought that Jim Nance would be, I don't know, in an office someplace with 18 million monitors in front of him. Or I thought maybe at least in the broadcast booth where they have all those monitors and everything sure, anyway. Whatever. And, and maybe that's where you do this. Instead, they have Jim Nance, because the golf is going on right now, on the field at Arrowhead Stadium, looking like a frozen popsicle, I calling am, this golf. I don't understand that at all. Why was that? I, I, hopefully that was just for a few minutes to s- set up the broadcast and then they're going to whisk him upstairs. But I don't know. That makes no I sense. I saw a to screenshot me. of it. What is the point of that? What there's just to tell you that also, he's there. What is the okay, Teddy? Ted, do you I think know? it was just like a scene setter thing. Like, hey, look at me. I'm in Kansas City here on the field. And then after they did the open, then oh, he, did they moved okay. him away. Yeah, that was like a taped. But open. also, oh, okay. but also, right. can I just say, like, do you watch a golf broadcast or any broadcast and care where the person is? Isn't it actually more? Jim Nance, we care about where Jim Nance is at all times. I'm just saying, because doesn't it feel more like you would care that he's not there? Like, wouldn't it be something you would want to not necessarily bring a ton of attention to? And also, you can't find anyone else to broadcast this game. I know, Ted, you had said previously there was a guy that usually fills in, but I think that guy retired, right? Or No, not uh, Bill McAtee. He does the um, broadcast Yeah, when uh, Jim's not there. I thought I heard something he stepped away this year. Oh, maybe, well, maybe, maybe he did, yeah, and I, I did not know that. That might be, I don't know, look that up. That might okay. be why... Jim Nance had to do Breaking this, this news time. Breaking news by bone. All right. Well, no, I'm not. I somebody tweeted us last time yeah, we brought pass, it up. You like, got hey, Ted all idiots. riled up. No, they were no. like, "Hey, idiots. you got passive aggressive." How Ted. do you not know this? And I said, "I don't know it." Ted is the one who's yeah. the golf expert. I'm sorry, I missed it. I guess. No, I don't know. I could be totally wrong on that. But cane other, me. Other, I will cane you. You will will cane him. Is what you will do. You oh, will, yes, find I will cane him. Beat you with Republican politics. I beat you with. Boy, that was a swerve, huh? He was just doing okay. sports, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoop, well, right over there. Hey, man, do it what happens. You gotta do. do what you got to do. Make that money.
And Clay Travis is doing that. Oh, I know. They're all making that money. Yeah. They're going over there getting paid. Whatever. Let them live. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have another two-sport athlete emerging, except we won't. But one person wants to play two sports, and that is Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown. He tweeted out, sometimes I think about playing both sports again, and then added the San Diego Padres. Mm. All I need is a workout. Now, in case you didn't realize this, the Padres drafted A.J. Brown in the 19th round of the 2006 amateur draft before he went on to Ole Miss. He was a 2015 Under Armour All-America selection, batting behind Toronto Blue Jays star Bo Bichette on the national roster. Wow. He also said that he would have a better baseball career than Michael Jordan. I hope so. Well, yeah. That's That's not saying much. That's not a high bar. Now, look, this would be a fun story. A.J. Brown hasn't played competitive baseball, I'm sure, in, you know, six, seven years at this point. Could he do it now? No. With enough practice and seasoning? Maybe. Who knows how good he's going to be. But we are never going to see this again. This is a novelty that is gone these sports are, there's too much money at stake now. And yes, I understand there was money at stake back in the day, but it's not the same. It's not the same type of money where you would have a team, whether it's your baseball team or your football team, say, oh yeah, go ahead. Join us week five of the regular season after you're done playing baseball. We'll wait for you. Well, it's not going to happen. I'm not saying that it's going to happen with A.J. Brown, but let me just ask you if you think, if there is ever a chance of it happening, I could see this. And I'm not even pick, forget which sport. I don't know if it's going to be football to baseball. I don't. I don't really see how it could be football to basketball. But I guess it could be if you split the seasons and did it that way. If someone was so talented that they were able to do this, and again, I don't think that person exists right now because everything is so super specialized, more so than it ever was in the exactly, past. You're exactly right. Okay, but let's just say that person exists and they are such a good talent. All right, we have seen. So many teams in football and in other sports who say, yes, I know this person is a head case. Yes, I know they've got problems with the law or they've got a big track record of going into locker rooms and destroying them. But they might come here and help us win a few games to get to the playoffs or do whatever. People give chances to guys over and over and over who have proven probably not worth the risk, but they do it anyway. If someone came along who had that level of ability, do you think there's a chance that a, all right, guy plays in the NFL, shows, let's say he tries out for some preseason camps with NBA teams and says, look, you know I'm good enough, right? Maybe he does this all like in June, July, when nobody's in season. And they say, we acknowledge you're good. And he says, cool, I'm going to go play for the football team that drafted me, but keep me in mind in February. And then one of those teams worked him out, says, all right, he's calling us now. He wants to play. Bring him in on a 10-day contract. We sign him up to put him in the G League for a month and see what he does. And I, I could see a scenario maybe there, but it would have to be a guy coming right out of college who had to be successful in college at both of these sports. And I just, that is also the hard thing. I don't see you don't, anybody you don't doing see that. it anymore in college. Right. But I'm saying if there was someone who just emerged as being that guy right. and that good. Okay. It's not a 0% I, chance. A it's a 1% would, chance. I'm saying a team would give a chance. That's all I'm saying. All right. And then the NFL team is going to be all right with, hey, you just played a full season for us. Now go play in the NBA and blow out your Achilles. Well, they're all right with, you know, hey, you just played a full season for us. And now you're going to go be an idiot on social media and 
do some stupid thing in the offseason that costs you in the real well, I'm, season. I'm sure I'm they're just, not okay with that either. No, but they take the chance. That's what I'm saying. They'll right, take fine. the chance for the talent. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound before US-33. Traffic is stop and go from Livingston Avenue in this area. Emergency crews are now on scene trying to get things clear. Please be very careful and plan on some heavy slowdowns. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. What the hell was that? I don't know. What was that? It just stopped on me. Everything <laughs> stopped. I don't know. Everything stopped. All right. We're back now. All we're right. good. So we're All good, right. I think. The best tool, us, gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Tom says... My guys. We talked about Cox. My tool of the week is the CBJ for completely giving up in games. The front office for not doing anything and watching players' trade values turn into dust. Their social media people and the whole fun dip promo. And the many fans who get butt hurt if other fans are critical. Wow. Why are you such a hater, Tom? Tom, how dare you be critical of this Blue Jackets team? Uh, Post-Up NBA says, my guys. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his load. My tool of the week is the Baseball Hall of Fame. How do you let in known steroid user David Ortiz? I don't know if he's a known steroid user, but all right. But you don't let in a far superior baseball player, Bonds. It doesn't make sense to let in some steroid users and not let in steroid users who are better at baseball. I know uh, what he's saying, right? Okay, it's, whatever. Yeah. All right. Mitch says, my guys, my tool of the week is my friend Grant. After helping him move, I found a box of old stuff, including a leather bracelet and a hemp necklace with a Miller Lite bottle cap sewn in. Please go back to 2000 and return them to Hot Topic immediately. (laughs) Yeah, good call. Uh, BG says, my guys, that was all about Cox, Fletcher Cox. My tool of the week is the Chicago Tribune for tweeting a spoiler of the 40-day Jeopardy champ losing two hours before the episode came on. Why would you do that? That's not good. Oh, that's dumb. Uh, Russell says his tool of the week is Jeff Garcia. He can F off. What did Jeff Garcia do? Jeff Garcia is so dumb. What did he do? Mina Kimes had some things to say about Jimmy Garoppolo not being that good. ESPN commentator, for those who don't know, and since... She has never played football. Jeff Garcia's like, what does she know about it? She never took a snap. She never dropped back to pass. Ignoring the fact that Jeff Garcia, there are lots of people on TV who 
I've never done that. There's two guys sitting right here who've never done that. Well, he probably doesn't like us either. Well, but the one he went after was the woman who did this. And people were pointing out, maybe Jeff Garcia, you should... There's GMs in the NFL who've never dropped back and taken a pass, right? So the new guy for the Vikings is a business school grad, but... Jeff Garcia doesn't seem to bring that up. He brings it up when someone's critical of someone he likes, and he decided to pick on Mina Kimes right, for that. Right. So there you go. Abigail says, my guys. Could use a little love right now. There they are working those balls. My tool of the week is the girl in my sorority house mm. who uh, crapped, I'll use the word crapped, all yeah. over the bathroom, clogged the toilet, didn't tell anyone, and also never cleaned it up. Our poor and godsend of a cleaning crew took care of the L for it. We had to call a plumber to professionally unclog it. Does your uh, sorority house roommate want a, uh, a job at 10TV? <laughs> that seems to All be we have awful. here are people who <laughs> clog the toilets. <laughs> right? That is awful, though. Sorry to hear that, Abigail. Uh, Team Money 72 says, My guys and Leanna FMD. Five-minute delay. My tool of the week is the bartender at Stadium Gehanna that decided to tip herself $84 on my $16 tab. Oh, so she put in extra money on whatever I see. So I'm confused. He is saying that there was a tip of $10, but apparently this person put in like a $100 tip instead of a $10 tip. Oh, okay. All right. So if you do the math on it, it's like 80. I can't do the math. <laughs> it adds up to 100. <laughs> yeah, 84 right, plus 16 okay. is 100. Got it. All right. Sorry about that. That's not good. That's not good. Uh, Mark says, my guys. There is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. My tool of the week is John Calipari for having the audacity to push for a ban on screenplays after losing to Auburn, where he has a player go down twice during a screenplay due to his own lack of awareness. That's stupid. It's been in, it's been in the game for years. Be a better coach and teach your guys how to avoid screens or to not just run smack into them. Uh, Braden says, "My cheap guys, absolute drunken orgies. You three are still tools of 2021 for not getting Leanna a Christmas gift. We did. We yeah, got her well, a Christmas you, gift. Yeah, you definitely got her a Christmas. Well, we gift. we all got her a Christmas gift. We all chipped in." Well, I chipped in, and you guys haven't paid me yet, but... We asked to, and you said, I know. I'm just saying, we got Leanna a Christmas gift. Yeah, there you go. Leave me alone. I will. Uh, Alex says, my guys... I've wrestled in North Korea. My tool of the week goes to those people that stand in intersections with their aprons on, selling newspapers and fundraising in the middle of traffic. There has to be a better way. Well, all right. I, I think... Yeah, there's a, probably a little safer way to do that, but also they're they're. Why are, you, is, why are you sticking up for these annoying people? Because they're out in the middle of the road trying to get some money for some people who need it. I all right, I commend the effort, even if I think the method is a little old school. Jordan just, says, "Tell me where to Venmo it, and I'll do it." Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> well, just write it on your sandwich board. Yeah, right. You stand, can do on, that. stand on the side of the street. You could hold with a, a sandwich sign up board. with the Venmo, and I'd be more willing to do that. I don't want to roll my window down. It's cold. Hi, I want to give money to the kids, but I don't want to be cold for two seconds. I'm that's bone. Right. Well, and there's a stoplight, and there's people behind yeah, got, you. The, yeah. That's almost like that's what the person was saying. 
But just hold the Get sign. Get out of the middle of the street. Uh, Jordan says, my guy. Chubby time! My tool of the week are man and bone for not believing that I was reading a week ago. Books are great, especially the Haunted Ohio series. I don't remember this. I don't know. I don't know. What we I, I'm sorry for not believing in you. All right, pick a winner. A uh, lot of good ones today, but I'm going to go with Mitch. Mitch! Whose friend Grant had the hemp necklace with a bottle cap in it. Mitch gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's. Now, I was sitting at my desk today, and I said out loud to no one in particular, but Teddy was right there. What should I do for song of the day today? Mm. Teddy, without hesitating, just said, cranberries. Off brand for Ted, but he did not even hesitate. So the song of the day is Dreams by the Cranberries, 1992. This was the the, uh, debut single for the Cranberries, later appearing on their 93 album, Everybody Else is Doing It, So Why Can't We? The song hit 42 on the Hot 100. Album sold over 5 million copies. Linger was the more popular song from the album, but Teddy likes this one the best. The Cranberries are very Irish. I like bands who make no attempt to hide their culture. Sadly, the lovely voice you're hearing right now, Dolores O'Riordan, died of alcohol intoxication in 2018. I want to leave you with a feel-good nugget. That is sad. Her choking on her own puke because oh, okay. she was <laughs> All too right. drunk. All right. <laughs> did you just say that she passed away, sadly? She did. It is sad. I he like the cranberries. Let's... Teddy, does Leanna like the cranberries? Yes, she does. Does she have it on vinyl? No. No All right. vinyl. All right. Then what got you into this song or this band? Did you... Uh... No, I was actually driving in today listening to the Lithium Channel, and this came on, and I said, huh, if, if Mike ever asked me you oh, know, wow. for a song of the day, I will just say, hey, how about Cranberries? And I, it was like I had a premonition. It happened. You did. There it was. Good breakdown here. Love that. Little off-time signature. Beautiful. Let's go. I didn't know Rothman and Ice were on the Lithium Channel. Huh? Thanks for listening to us. It was a commercial break. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't say that. Don't, don't flip off during commercials. We need you. There was a traffic report. Daddy, uh, you're just making it worse. Uh, um, There's no traffic on Rothman and Ice. He just wanted to hear some music for five seconds. What's wrong with that? He wanted to listen to some music? He came back. Nothing wrong sure. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Dreams by the Cranberries, 1992. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound before US-33. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Allen Creek Drive in this area. Police and ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as things continue to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Man bone. Happy Friday. Got a big weekend planned? Not a big weekend planned. Had a fun day today, though. Today was pretty oh, good. Oh, that's right. You went to the curling club yeah, today. Today was good. I've been... You and Beamer. Me and Beamer. Beamer fell right on his face. <laughs> I I, uh, I got to tell you, if you guys haven't seen this, go to the fan Twitter account, at 971thefan, and just be be ready to laugh. It's It's pretty comical. And just what made it so much better is... The guy who was here this weekend making some appearances, and thank the Columbus Curling Club guys, they've been sort of social media friends. Bone, I started talking with them in the buildup to the last Olympics. And it oh, was wow. always like the, hey, come out and, you know, try this out. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do it, man. Like, as soon as I can. And it just, six years, it just never worked out. Never been over there. So today was the day. And while they were giving me and Beam that 30-minute crash course, some of their nice uh, members at the club were helping out and showing us. Tyler George, who won a gold medal with that team Schuster at the last Olympics, was there. Like he was here in town. Very cool guy, Minnesota guy, very nice. And he's standing right there next to me while Beamer is trying to get off the block. And so I'm pointing the camera at Beam, and then I pan over, and Tyler is right there, just kind of shooting the breeze. Oh yeah, giving analysis. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, look looks okay. They're a little rusty, you know. Give him another time. He's gonna he's gonna have a nice push off this time. I pan back over to Beam, and then well, you'll see, you'll see. Hmm. Well, it, we don't have to watch it now. You just you pretty know, much gave pretty us much, the entire you video. the picture. I will say though, I you were telling us before the show, you said yeah, this curling stuff. Seem it was very difficult, and I, I guess I have always assumed, looking at it, that the amount of lunging you have to do—oh my god, lunges are not easy for yeah. you know anyone who's not like in really really good shape. Right, like unless that's you why do- they tell you to do them if you're trying to get in shape is to do lunges because they you have to be in shape to do them. Basically, I feel like you need to be like on average 15 hours of yoga a week just to be able to do that. I don't know why. My brain didn't process that going in. I've seen it. I was just watching it about a month ago when they had their trials. I just randomly had it on NBC, whatever, Sports Network, whatever. And yeah. you're, you're, yeah, dead now. It might have been the last piece of programming they ever had. Was that yeah, the, no, the, they the had curling the, trials? The Merkum or the Meekum car auction. That was <laughs> the their Mer- sign Mer- off. The Merka, the MRCA. Merkin. Merkin, yeah, Merkin, Merkin car, car auction. auction. You Mer- get a car Mercer. and a pube wig. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's hanging on the rearview uh, mirror. Yeah. But but no, I I just couldn't believe how how deep you have to get into that lunge while balancing yourself on ice with frictionless shoes. And so many people brush that game off and say, "Oh, you know, if I dedicated a year or two of my life, I could be a, an Olympian too." Who says that? People say that. Come I on. think I think Joey Lane said that to me just yesterday when we were getting ready to hop on the I'm like, "No, come on, stop it." Well, and yeah, I'd, I'd say to Joey Lane, what's stopping you? Go ahead. Go yeah, do it. I don't want to be an Olympian. I'm well, good. I, I think, though, that's the other part of it is 
probably for an average human, yes, it would be. Now, if Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, like guys who are ridiculous athletes said, I want to be the best curler, I'm going to guess they'd end up being pretty good. Who's But to why? be the best, though, you never know. To I'm be not going to crap on curling like Olympian, you are. It's very technical. There's an innate sense I'm yeah. sure you have to have. I mean, All right, well, like, is is I mean, am I wrong? Steph Curry, pretty good golfer, right? Like, that's a yeah. guy who has, has turned into a really good golfer. Now, he's not a pro, but that's because he has a pretty good day job that takes up a lot of that time. I bet if he just said, I'm all golf all the time, he probably ends up being a pretty good tour-level player, don't you think? There's, But again, difference between being a pretty good tour-level pro, when you're already talking oh, you're about a world-class gold medalist, athlete, right, right, right. to being be an Olympian. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be the best, win a national championship. So you're the one group of guys that gets to go to the Olympics to represent. The right. difference, it's just, it's more technical than I could have imagined. Like, mad respect. They're, uh, they're incredible. The, the vision, the touch that you have to have, the grace, the balance, all of it. All of it was impressive. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight? Good two-hour program. The Holtman midseason check-in with Chris Holtman. Mr. 100, you might call him. 100 wins with Ohio State. We'll talk to him at 633. Tyvis Powell will be on the program the whole two hours. So we'll get to catch up with the whole man together. Top five Buckeyes in the NFL right now is something we're going to do. A little update to the coaching staff again and getting ready for some football this weekend. So Holtman is just with you tonight. No, with me and Tyvis. No, but I mean, he's live on your show. Yes. This wasn't something you got at availability or anything. No, no, this is a lot. This is an interview right. with the Holtman tonight on the Buckeye Show. Exclusive, Exclusive. Holtman Buckeye he'll, Show. He'll never be on another show ever All again. Right. It's the last one. <laughs> Check where, it out. He says to you directly, screw the Louisville job. I'll yeah. be here forever. Yes. Got to get that question He told answered. me before, Absolutely. I'm not talking about it. I'm at Ohio State for the rest of my life. All right. Buckeye Beautiful. Show is next. Back page. Hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, this is uh, pretty embarrassing for Oakland University, of course, up in Michigan which is a little deceptive if you're yeah. not familiar with Oakland. Oakland, but yeah. Oakland University, they apparently have Michael Scott running their admissions department because they sent out notification to a few students in early January saying, Oakland University's Platinum Presidential Scholar Award, our highest award, has been given to you. Congratulations. You're the recipient of this prestigious honor. Well, that would cover $48,000 worth of tuition over four years. It is the biggest financial award that they offer Unfortunately, they sent that out to 5,500 students. <laughs> 5,000 students plus got this email. And then two hours Scott's later, tots. They, <laughs> right, they had to send out a correction saying, whoopsie, uh, some of you are eligible for some scholarships and a few of you got this one. We are but- actually going to give you a cell phone charger instead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much a bummer. That Did would- you see that they are going to pay for it, though? 5,500 people are all going to get... I think they're all getting one semester of oh, well, free that's, education. Okay, that's good that they did something. Yeah, right? I think they're going to they're gonna do something for all that, of those people. They should, but yes. Giving we them have some very nice ride tuition, that would be quite a thing. Yes, for you. we've got a duffel bag for you <laughs> from the team store. We have a fossil watch mm-hmm. you might enjoy. That's pretty good. Yeah. Buckeye Show coming up next. We'll see you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Watch out for slowdowns on I-70 eastbound before US-33. Still watching an accident in that area. Trying to get things clear. Police and ODOT crews remain on scene and traffic is slow from Elm Creek Drive. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Losing sleep over a stressful job or a bad boss? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Connect on the Express Jobs app or ExpressPros.com. More than a half million people find work with Express each year. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. From the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald, bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right, I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah, for almost twenty years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> And I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. A different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I mean, clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just <laughs> saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I'm fine now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I don't. <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.